You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts are Luke. I mean, he's a fucking criminal. This guy's a fucking criminal who should be in jail. But there's no fucking way he goes to jail. Matt. You don't understand that America loves Jesus, brother. Yeah, come on, dumbass. <laughs> they don't read they don't read Greek mythology. They don't even read the Bible, but they've heard of it. Mike. Roseanne was a groundbreaking show about a female blue collar running the family. She ran the show of her family. It wasn't John Goodman, he was just a side piece. And Scott. Yeah, there was a time in 2016 uh, where I was hoping that he was Andy Kaufman. Because that would have been the best bit ever. You you could close the book on comedy if Andy Kaufman pulled it off. But but that was about the last conspiracy theory I mean. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Is It Safe podcast. My name is Michael Govier. I'm here with the other three co-hosts of the show that make it four. We are trying to talk about society, life, politics, philosophy, sports, Dow Jones, industrial average, whatever comes to mind, we'll probably <laughs> talk about it. Uh, this is episode number two. Thank you so much for listening. If you listened to episode one, glad to have you back for more. You can listen to the show on any of the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, what else? What do you guys use? Uh, personal choice? Podcast Addict. That's usual, but I use. I need um, to use the iTunes one, the Apple the, one. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Spotify. Uh, Podcast Addict. Spotify. There you go. So yeah, we're available on all of those. And uh, if you like what you hear, you can always rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts. That apparently is the contending. There's an arms race going on, guys, between Spotify and Apple right now to control the greater percentage of the market of podcasting. And right now, Apple still has the five star rating system that dominates airplane and advertising. But that doesn't matter to us because we're a small time nothing podcast. So well, what does Spotify uh, yeah. rate as? What, it how works. They do it? Uh, that's the thing. Like they don't have like a rating system yet. So. Huh. As far as I know, oh, they're starting to chart shows, but I don't know how they do that. But they are giving like a weekly chart that comes out. So it's like Joe Rogan, yeah, and everybody else. <laughs> oh no, it's like all the ones that they own, like Bill Simmons, Joe, Ro- the ones that have signed exclusive deals with Spotify, just happen to be their most highly rated shows. Seems odd, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you get, I think you get five stars when you start uh, making the money. Yeah, well, you get a lot of five stars and then people are like oh well, let's give you money people gave you five oh stars. so you okay yeah it's a meritocracy i forgot that's right first you get the stars <laughs> then you get the money all right email the show is it safe pod at protonmail.com i don't did we get any emails did everybody check i did not check, I did not check. <laughs> <laughs> if we I got too did. many logo options from luke i didn't have enough time. yeah 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 75 <laughs> logos to choose from we settled on the we settled on the yellow background all. I don't know how you made them all because I didn't. I didn't even have time to look at them all. <laughs> oh, we got an email, guys. Uh, here it is. Ready? Uh, oh, Apple up. Podcasts show approval. Dear podcast provider, <laughs> your podcast has been approved for Apple Podcasts. There you I go. think that's that's going to be the nicest piece of email we ever get. That that's might really be yeah. guaranteed. They're going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't rule it out. So hey, uh, you know the election's over, guys. The election is Finally. done, right? Is, is it? it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i said the same thing last week when i said hey so we have a president right <laughs> or we don't have a president and then we do we we do sort of yeah is the election over or not man uh, no well talking, no yeah. it's gotta be it's over right the it's electoral college still needs to uh to vote oh, yeah they gotta cast their vote yeah yeah well, the are they gonna stop are they gonna world? stop a tyrant like yeah. they did last time what are the odds of a faithless <laughs> elector 
Or <laughs> the other thing is like a legislature could send a competing delegation, a competing hmm. slate of electors. Right. That's that's the real fear. Not that it would happen. You're our, you're our uh, resident policy wonk on this matter. I yeah. do not know. I think yeah. I think um, state govern state legislatures certify electors to which are yeah. proposed by the winning party. But yeah, I think what was it, eighteen forty nine? Wait, am I getting this wrong? There's some date. Maybe it was Buchanan. Was it Buchanan? Oh, good old Buchanan, James Buchanan. There, there was a constitutional crisis. I'm not pretending there, to know anything here, but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sort of pulling that one out of the, out of the, uh, the ass there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But yeah. Well, I mean, so anyway, there, there, I mean, Trump's gone, gone, right? Yeah. But Trump it's no over. longer going to be over. the president. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, the, the, this the, the concern or the the hysteria around you know, I I loved it like leading up to the election that Trump wasn't going to leave. I I, I just that seemed to me completely fucking absurd. So I don't know if you guys agree with me on that one. I just the idea that a president who lost an election would not leave the white house well i hope he doesn't and, so he gets dragged out of there because i'd be kind yeah of okay <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah. so he, he's gonna get dragged out regardless um i just yeah i thought that was absolutely insane well even if he didn't leave the white house i mean that still doesn't affect who the president is that's <laughs> true know? no it's like not leaving just means i don't want to leave and it's like when i when i had my dad had to drag me out of the fucking bathroom when i was a kid because i didn't want to go to judo because the only kids in the class were like three grades older than i was and i was holding on i remember holding on to the uh i think the toilet my dad was just pulled my pulled me out of the bathroom and dragged me to judo class because he was like you need to learn how to be a man and i think i was in third i was in third grade if you knew judo you could have grappled him and thrown him (laughs) to the ground Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that might have been his lesson. His lesson was pretty clear at that point. Well, we might be at a point that, though where there won't be a. These guys aren't going to see each other. Like, just you imagine Trump showing up on inauguration day, handing over the. <laughs> I kind of. Hey. I also want that to happen so that I could watch his like face. You know. I would oh, just know, love he's, to he's read his letter to, to or one of his kids do it. Yeah. Yeah, it I was just want, a letter. Yeah, right. I want to read his letter to Biden. I just, I really hope that becomes uh, like immediately public. <laughs> dear, <Apparently>. dear Joe, <laughs> it's written in Sharpie. That's got to be in, in all caps. Oh, that's right. Sharpie. Sharpie Trump. I forgot about that. I think Joe Joe might let him just crash there for like, you know, a couple <laughs> months yeah. while he gets his everything sorted out. <laughs> yeah. Because well, Melania is going to divorce him and take everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> his hotels are all gone. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like drunk Trump on a couch, you know, in the, in the West <laughs> Wing, like with a bottle of old granddad or something. It, you know, you know oh. what's interesting is neither of these guys drink. Like neither both, of them have. They're both fucking teetotalers. Yeah. 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 Ah. Dude, it's fucking yeah. weird. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> right. Two fists. I mean, Trump does every other drug. He just doesn't drink. Come on. Mm-mm. 
Uh, if he's <clears throat> if he's taking that rocket ship in the morning, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. then, that? then he must work out last week. He must be. I I feel like he is. He takes I don't the know. downers. It's, it's, it's the drug one... patterns one on one. You can't take uppers and not take downers because you're gonna <laughs> right. never sleep. You'll die. It just seems crazy to me that he would take anything if he doesn't drink. Well, you know, it's like maybe he's all right about... it's it's because it, it's a, it's an odd that would be that would be an odd pattern for me. Um I, I know I know what you mean, Mike, that plenty of people don't drink, do opioids, whatever. Oh, I'm not even thinking that. It's just obvious he does drugs, so I don't think it's obvious. I don't understand oh. how that's obvious. <laughs> okay. Fine. We'll just disagree on that because I don't even care to argue about it. No, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the point of arguing? To convey one's point and concede. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. I think he. I think he does. I think he does sugar, and I mean he just does, like actual actual sugar. He just yeah. pounds sugar like out of the bowl or out of just, one of those thingies. Yeah, yeah. My my personal like my personal opinion on Trump for forever has been that he's just. So I was talking to Kristen earlier today, and that, um, you know, it for the last two two and a half years or so, I, I've completely kind of checked out on any anything that guy has said, and you know, I I think for good reason because I I I just think it's entirely lies it's 100 just lying all it's just lying all the fucking time and so to get yourself worked up about something trump said and like I, i've had so many conversations with people who are like did you see what trump did and i'm like are you fucking kidding like okay what what maybe what trump did okay maybe that's got some that has some bearing but what trump said it's just entirely meaningless and i get that he's a president and he's on twitter and all that but I've just checked out. I checked out two and a half years ago on him. I, I cannot listen to his shit. I, I don't care. To talk about him. Yeah, let's move on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's ridiculous. Let's talk about, let's talk about <laughs> Biden's cabinet. What's going to happen? Who's Biden going to have in his cabinet? Who are all the dudes and ladies and power players going to be? Yeah. How yeah, powerful uh, will Biden actually be? And how powerful will Kamala Harris actually be? I feel like I, I just have always had this feeling that she's more powerful than any vice Yo, president she's gonna outside be the, of Dick Cheney she, has been, will have been. Yeah, she's going to be the president, you know, the effective president on day one. So I, I just, I <laughs> no, can't, I, I cannot true. picture. Okay, Matt, so Matt doesn't like that. actually, I think, <laughs> I think this might be best if maybe Matt kind of kicks off maybe this conversation. I, I was, I did a ton of, I have a ton of notes. I've cataloged all these people, but uh I think it would be good to to have Matt kind of kick this off. I think Matt has like maybe a better entry point into this conversation other than me just like flying off the handle. I mean, I don't. Well, I'll say that I don't really know who the cabinet will be. I know. Right. He's that, chief, yes. He's that's picked the, chief that's of staff, the first point, yeah. which is uh, this guy, Ron Klain, who mm-hmm. apparently, uh, you know, he's a Washington guy. He's a lawyer. He's uh, he worked for Al Gore. Uh, yep. He worked for Obama, and uh, he worked for Biden when Biden was mm-hmm. vice president. Um, and I guess he's. I mean, I guess you know, 
I don't really know much about him beyond that, other than I did read a ringing endorsement from Elizabeth Warren um, for what that's worth. <laughs> um, and not uh, much. Okay. <laughs> um, and really, you know, th- then there's all speculation. So, you know, Biden, right. Biden's got a lot of longstanding relationships in Washington. I, I'd imagine he's gonna, he's going to, uh, you know, he's got a deep list to pick from, and you're probably not going to get a lot of outsidery types. And by that, I mean, non-democratic establishment types. So that's, mm-hmm. it's exactly, that's exactly why I asked you to kind of like, uh, jump in in the beginning because you know in the end this is mike are you all right what about that one guy uh, I, I guess i forgot there's somebody that was a republican that was being considered for something big oh there's uh, a lot so like john Kasich is is still in the in the running but the thing is is uh all, all the conversations around biden's cabinet are speculation because he hasn't picked a cabinet so that's correct there's I, I did have a conversation with a neighbor who, who said, well, he was very, very adamant. And he was like, well, he hasn't picked his cabinet yet. And he was very staunch about this point. And I was like, okay, I get it. It's not been picked. But a lot of the names don't seem great. Now, there was recently released a full, like, kind of picture of all the potential appointees and i think his list maybe or... that would be better uh, it's a it's an official list and I, I think it'll be a better uh jump off of this conversation because i don't want to speculate too much and get like too i don't want to be agitated over things that i don't need to be agitated over right now you know hey it's it's the evening want to <laughs> you know relax have a nice conversation but Go to yeah bed. but there are, there are people like meg whitman in there who she CEO, damn it, man! She's CEO of uh, uh, Hewlett Packard, eBay, or, eBay, eBay, and then Quibi, and then Quibi, Quibi and then Quibi, Quibi flops. Stupid. Well, <laughs> it was it was always stupid, but the the logic of it that that that's the whole thing about marketing and 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 data. And actually, I think the that kind of like oh, man. what's that. The pandemic ruined Quibi. You know, if there hadn't been a pandemic, people would have been out about on their phones watching ten minute yeah. episodes. See, but that, that makes that makes no fucking sense. Because who you're... was the other CEO? Who was the other CEO who said that? Ansenberg. Uh, yeah. What, what's he known for? Uh, he created uh, DreamWorks. And isn't yeah. Katzenberg DreamWorks? Yeah, it was Spielberg and Geffen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you anyway. said Katzenberg. It was Spielberg, Geffen, Katzenberg, right? Yeah. Yeah. Two very successful people failed yes. very successfully. Well, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing Billions is, the, dollars were screwed. Reese Witherspoon the, and all uh, Christopher Waltz. Tons of people were paid way too much money to be yeah. in these episodes and do voiceovers. Yeah. What? Oh shit! All right, Christoph Waltz. All right, we got to talk. He about was that in the show. The, <laughs> oh my god, I love him. Damn I it. love Christoph Waltz. God, yeah, he's, he's with, so uh, great. He's with the less-known Hemsworth, Le- uh, Liam Hemsworth. I, 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 I made Chris, not his fault, man. This, this dude emerged out of obscurity into the uh, into the Western film industry and is an absolute monster. So, what's the name of that? Is this the, the guy from Glorious Bastards? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. What's the, the name of the yeah. classic uh, story tale about the guy, the man, you know, most dangerous game? That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, 
That's Christoph Waltz and Liam Hemsworth. Most dangerous game. It was supposed to be a urban version of this, a modern urban version. Liam Liam Hemsworth? Not into yes. it. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's Chris or nothing, dude. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm only into Christoph Thor. Waltz. Well, so he, he should he should be uh, he should be in the cabinet then, huh? Yeah. Well, okay. So all right, let, yeah. let let me just let me just like kind of like maybe maybe shorten up the this the segment here is that you know it it felt like it actually had more kind of political relevance in terms of like motivations for people to vote, you know, prior to the election, uh, who Joe Biden was kind of eyeing for his cabinet. Now we're in a different phase. Uh, it is going to, he is going to start selecting people for his cabinet and that is going to be fairly soon. So we will have a lot more to talk about when it comes to that specific issue. Uh, it just didn't give me a lot of confidence given. And I, and I think this does tie into Matt, the article that you sent over earlier uh, by Zajelani and yeah, I think when it comes to things like turnout, when it comes to things like, uh, first of all, I don't want to do like post mortem necessarily on on election results. I mean, fuck, I don't have the you know <laughs> data infrastructure in my head. Well, and, and, and we don't really know the data yet. I mean, we have like yeah. high level data, but it needs to be. I think there's a lot more analysis that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so you know, as as we kind of like enter into this like next phase. All right, so Biden's been elected. He will be picking a cabinet. I just don't have a ton of confidence. Although that new list that was released, uh, I will I will send you guys a link. I forget exactly what I, I think it is on his website. At least I would assume it is. And it, there are a couple of progressives on there, which is good. But it's full of a lot of, you know, it's full of a lot of just not just Republicans, but, but very insidery people, people that are linked to lobbyist groups, uh, power elite mm-hmm. types who are part of, who are CEOs and other companies, et cetera, et cetera. The government shouldn't be run as a company. So why would you bring those people in? A lot of old school, a lot of old school uh, lobbyists and, and names from like the Bush administration. Uh, and it's, it just to me does not feel like there's, at all any any sense of urgency with regard to a lot of the other things that are affecting this country not just things like covid and like he brought on ron clay i think he brought on ron clay i think multi, like uh you know essentially because ron clay went through well first of all he has worked with him for years so he has known him forever um you know if you know anything about joe biden he's gonna just you know give his friends a you know, give his friends a, a nice cushy job and, you know, his donors too. So someone like Ron Klain, he's fine. I mean, I, I don't even know what skeletons that guy's got in his closet other than the fact that he's worked for, you know, several administrations that have overseen, you know, multiple wars in Middle Eastern countries. You know, that's pretty bad, but he's not like, it's not like he has you know, a long track record of gross, reprehensible activity in his personal life or something. I don't know. <clears throat> so in general, that guy is not the guy that like really piques my interest. It's just, 
he's there because Joe's known him forever. And that kind of just shows you what Joe's instincts are. He just, that dude left him to go to the Hillary campaign and then they, they attacked him for years. So who's they, the Hillary campaign. So Ron Klain went over to the Hillary campaign. Yeah. During the, during the uh, primaries in uh, 2008 and they won, you know, they went against Joe Biden. Wait. And, uh, in 2008, excuse me. Okay. 2000, yeah, 2008. He moved to go to the Hillary campaign. Or wait, 2000, what was it, 16? Fuck, I could be off eight years. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, well. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck me. I don't know. Don't Hillary care. ran in eight. I don't really well, care. But... I know she did. I think I mean, it, 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 was, it was 2016. It was 2016. It was I'm when just... Biden was, because Biden has run basically for every goddamn fucking election that no, he could he's running three presidential cycles he ran in uh only three yeah he ran in 2008 and he's he a charm baby quickly lost uh after iowa uh and then he ran in uh uh sometime in the i think his first run was in in the 80s 88 80 Biden. Love 80 Biden. Um, <laughs> 80s Biden. Yeah. Is that before anyway. the plug? You prefer pre-plug 80s Biden? Biden. Or, yeah, it was a pre-plug Biden. Biden. No, no, no. It was post-plug. He got the plugs in the early 80s. When did he get those uh, porcelain For, veneers, yeah, man? I was gonna say, yeah. When did he get those sweet first? fucking glasses? Oh, I'm riding with Biden. This guy's fucking hot as hell. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing like a sexy octogenarian just fucking blinkered all the time, falling apart mentally. I, you've aged him a couple of years already, but yeah, yeah, geez, yeah, yeah. Right, man, come on, Show two two years, two years. Two respect years. your elders. Hey, but but mentally, I'm being I'm being pretty I'm being pretty generous given his mental age. His mental age is way fucking. Worse. I actually think he's uh, always been this way. I, I heard a story the other day from 2012, eight years ago. And uh, this guy, he this guy works for the Golf Channel or some shit. It's not important who he is, but he's known solid, in the golf world. solid publication. Golf Channel, yeah, that's where I, I get most of my channel, news. People who news like golf, golf know who this guy is. Anyways, he he's wife's from Delaware. He runs into Biden in D.C. and he's like, "Yeah, my wife's from Delaware." And she's like, "Oh, hey, Biden's like, hey, let's call her right now." He's like being all Biden crazy. Like he wants to call his wife. <laughs> this guy he just met right now, and so he really does it. He calls his wife and she asks the dude, the golf dude, hey, what's your wife's name? It's uh, Vanessa. Okay. He asked her two more times while the phone's ringing. So Biden oh, asked her three times in a minute. He asked him what his wife's name was. Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. Answers the phone and he goes, Vicky, hey, it's Joe Biden. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Maybe he was just trying to blatantly disrespect this man. <clears throat> I'm sure it's not going to be a, I'm sure it's not going to be a problem between Iran and Iraq. I just think sure. he's the kind of guy who was always kind of no issue there. I mean, Vanessa Biden, Vicky, yeah, super close. Can, Iran, Iraq, those are yeah. totally different. Can he oh, spell man. the word potato? By the way, uh, no. Speaking of our, <laughs> There's no the way, fucking I, uh, way he can spell potato. No. Speaking of Iran, way. I actually watched. A, did you guys ever watch a John Stewart's movie he did in 2014, Rosewater? Yeah, it's boy. Anybody? Is, yes. that, is, is that about no. the failure to? I don't know. His crusade has been like getting. Troops healthcare, right? They're like veterans. Healthcare. Oh, well, this one's about yeah. like the Iranian elections in 2009. Oh. Is 
the real journalist, that guy who got like held captive. He was a Canadian Iranian. So it's yeah. like a dramatic retelling of it. I can't remember his name. Bara Barasi. Um, it's anyways, it was kind of bland, but I just, it's very that bland. Iran. It, it's, that not Iran, a, so that. it's it's not a bad movie, but it is basically a movie like it's a paint by numbers movie. Yes. It's yeah. you 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 hire on the best people. It's like one of like Ben Affleck's things that he did when he first started directing is he basically just brought on for gone uh not gone baby yeah. gone. Yeah. He brought on a bunch of people from like I think it was Spielberg's. It was just a bunch of you know, assistant directors and, and the cinematographer, he just brought on this team that basically made the movie for him. Yeah, but the point and, of Rosewater is a guy gets tortured. Like, do people, do you guys like watching movies where people are getting tortured as long as there's like a, a ending that's worthwhile at the... Uh, or, oh, only I did on watch Solo once. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> the Salo? Um, yeah. yeah. No, I didn't see that one. And that's oh, it's yeah. a movie of people getting tortured. Uh, I remember wanting to see that movie because you weren't supposed to see that movie. Ah. And it was not good. I saw <laughs> not... Rescue Dawn. That guy went through a lot. Yeah. So. No, Rescue I mean, Dawn. What did I mean? What's, I the, mean, what's our... the Werner Herzog movie? Rescue. Yeah. Yeah, no, Rescue, Rescue Dawn? Dawn is, yeah, that's the Herzog well, film. Yeah, There's two movies. There's uh, Little yeah. Dieter Learns to Fly, and then there's Rescue Dawn, which is about right. Little Dieter. One's a Christian do- male. documentary, right? Yeah. Or... Uh, little yeah, Dieter is little Little Dieter is a documentary where he actually takes uh, uh, Dieter to his the the site that he was actually imprisoned. And oh wait, wait, I know what they, I was thinking. Walk wait, through that. I okay, I was thinking of Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yeah, that's what I was. That's why I was confusing Rescue. Oh wait, Dawn. yeah. Oh, not you by confused Rescue Dawn with Red Dawn, or you just <laughs> confused the title? The that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Red to confuse Dawn, the movie or the titles? This is the titles, but they're completely oh, different. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, holy moly. That would have been a tough one. Yeah, that would have been a tough one. Anyway, yeah, sorry. You, you brought up Iran. I thought of Rosewater. It wasn't that great. If you've ever seen it, eh, not so Yeah, great. I mean, listen, I'm no I'm no foreign, uh, you know, ac- expert here, you know, so I, I, I'm not going to weigh in too much on that shit. I'm just... <laughs> I was just like, you know what? If he's getting fucking Vanessa and Vicky mixed up, uh, maybe somebody needs to be uh, QAing his goddamn, uh, you know, daily briefings. I mean, this if Mike's guy. getting Red Dawn and Rescue Dawn mixed up, yeah, exactly. get him to I don't know. Dude, Red Dawn, true. Patrick Swayze, it's awesome. It is true, but being mixed up here is probably better than being mixed up in the uh, in the Oval. Patrick Swayze is one of the most state. underrated actors that ever lived. There's a lot more at stake here. Patrick Swayze. Oh man, I'd watch Roadhouse any day of the week. Yeah, fuck yeah, you would. Roadhouse. Shit. Uh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, no, dude. Did you know? Okay, wait. Here's, a, the here's outsiders? a fun. I can't remember. It seems like every '80s oh, yeah. young phenom was in the Outsiders. But, hold, C. Thomas Howell, Patrick on, Swayze, Rob Macchio, Tom ah. Cruise, Rob Lowe. You got to skip Outsiders, man. Who cares? Uh, yeah, I don't Roadhouse. Care. We got to go back to Roadhouse because did oh, you know that Roadhouse? This is my favorite. No, this is a crazy factoid. This probably was. Uh, this might have been 15 fucking years ago, but Bizarro Road, Dalton Roadhouse. <laughs> stop it. Roadhouse is what, Bizarro the, Dalton was hilarious. Come on. You Roadhouse laugh. was the most. I would is you the did. most watched was the most watched fucking movie on cable. Uh for years and it was uh the the like the analysis they did was 
if road like roadhouse is on people would they couldn't skip it they would just stop and watch it no matter what minute it was in and so roadhouse was Wait, the most watched like hbo uh, definitely like censored PN? definitely censored oh that's yeah not, yeah yeah because yeah, if we're talking volume if we're talking volume got to be uncensored we're talking like usa don't pay. No, most people don't pay for shit yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah, yeah, what i'm yeah. thinking man usa yeah, yeah. tnt tnt some okay. ted turnaround but you're, you know? you're thinking about you're thinking about one fucking scene that matters and it's not oh, the not? whole reason to watch that movie that is not true really? at all i'm thinking oh, at least okay. about the throat being pulled out i'm thinking about the fucking wait did they censor that out they would the throat I think they would. The that actual wait, that's that classic move, man. He's is showing that not the, the scene you're talking about. Really does this? I think Luke's was talking that, about. Uh, is that not the scene you're talking about? The well, I was assuming. I was assuming. Out? I was assuming that Mike was talking about the uh, the nudity in the movie. We're my Saturday night thing. Yeah, he's back there. Oh, banging that the too. Yeah, it's gonna be my new Saturday night thing, baby. Yeah, <laughs> he walks right into that. That's God. That's fucking hilarious. That is his. Uh, although. What, Boy, here's I, a question about Roadhouse. Is that, is that an what insanely reactionary film? I don't know. I mean, the security costs on that bar must have been out of control. <laughs> they had yeah. like 30 fucking bouncers on staff. How much is was Swayze getting minimum wage, or did he need like 15 an hour or what? No, he was getting no, he was getting a hot wage. Remember, yeah. he says the money's like five thousand dollars up front when he tries to recruit him at that yes. bar he's working at. Yes. He puts yeah. out like a huge monetary sum. Exactly. So, yeah, like, right, like, it's out of control. There's no way this guy's making a profit. He fucking walked in there like he was fucking A Rod. Like, he was just like, I need, give me this fucking signing bonus and I will clean this bar up. And then it was still a fucking disaster for a well, long time. And he had time. to bring in the best. He had to bring in Sam Elliott to. Yeah, yeah, you get it? Right. <laughs> What's his name in that? Yeah. And by the way, that Sam. woman was uh, blonde. <laughs> Who plays like the doc? She's a doctor. Is she? Doctor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a doctor. Yeah, she's. She just did the same role over and over again. That same year, nineteen eighty. I think that was eighty nine. So at eighty eight, she was in. Cocktail. She got typecast as the doctor oh. who falls for the bouncer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. In the out of control roadside tavern. <laughs> so maybe it's Roadhouse. Is there like an allegory of Roadhouse and the Biden cabinet? Is there? Is that going to be? Nah, 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 nah. No, this is more free willing now, man. We we've already we've already admitted that we don't have the same Google sheet. We're not paying attention to the same notes. We all got to. We all have Roadhouse on. on daytime cable. I do have. In our life. <laughs> I refuse. definitely I opposed. Honestly. I hate it. I never Honestly, watched the TNT or any of that shit. Now I'm it's a yeah. very serious subject for me. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm with I'm with I'm with Mike on this one too because uh, it it really it just robs it. Of, well, any any movie that's got commercial breaks, it's completely yeah, fucking but, robs of uh, any cinematic fucking value. It's terrible unless you well, know the movie by heart and you just it's background. But then at that point, you're just you know disrespecting the art form anyway. So, who but cares? we're talking about a different era. We're talking about an era when none of us had driver's licenses. Yes, we yes. You I had to watch what was on TV. I thought we were talking about ten years ago. I mean, maybe you could ride your bike up to Blockbuster, and if you didn't have a lot of fines, you could rent the movie. Man. What is all right? Let me ask you this: video game at Blockbuster. Those are the highlights of my weekend. Yes, like Friday night yes. after school got out. I gotta get movies and a week video game, and I'm just gonna play it all weekend. That was the best. What was what was the most like watched or rented movie that you remember from your childhood? 
there are people that have never rented movies that might listen to this online you know they do sort of no 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 but there are people that that have never like physically gone and picked up like a vhs yeah i Um, I worked at i worked at blockbuster during that time actually there you go like uh 97 to 99 or whatever this was uh the sixth sense comes to mind oh, yeah something like that 99 um yeah. damn oh man like i, I want to say like requiem for a dream was in that Ooh. era or uh, <laughs> we've got a winner i've had that actually in my head like i've had <laughs> i've had requiem uh mcdonald what's his name kevin mcdonald, mcdonald. Or, christopher mcdonald ass to ass that guy christopher mcdonald oh yeah that's angel christopher mcdonald that was keith david wasn't it that was keith david in that movie. Oh, well, Keith David's in it, but he's talking about Chris McDonald's, the game show, the, the host of that. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shooter yeah. McGavin. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Shooter McGavin. Yes. Yeah. Sh- sorry, Shooter sorry, McGavin. Sorry. Sh- Shooter yeah. McGavin. Yeah. Oh, Christopher. The one that Ellen Burst is brilliant. Yeah. There are some outtakes. If you, if you YouTube uh, Juice for You, Requiem <laughs> for a Dream, it's like five or six minutes of brilliance. Of Christopher McDonald turning in just really like an arguably an Academy <laughs> Award winning performance about how he, you know, when he like gets real deep about like how he like cut meat, you know, there were the three things like, like no meat, yeah. no meat, no sugar. And then in the movie, they don't tell you number three, but in the outtakes, you learn that it's no orgasms. Oh, <laughs> why did good, they cut? <laughs> good God in heaven! <laughs> yeah, he's great. It's so good, man. Him and Evelyn, him and Evelyn Bernstein, and that we've got a winner. Evelyn oh. <laughs> Bernstein, you mean? Yeah, he's yeah. Evelyn. Evelyn Bernstein. Bernstein. I think we all got yeah. Joe Biden syndrome. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some awkward. Yeah. I love him so Ooh, much. No one's man. ever been able to finally. You're speaking to me so well right now because I just feel he's so undervalued. At the, everything he's ever in, he's so good, man. He really is. Christopher McDonald. Have you seen yeah. those? Have you seen those outtakes, Mike? The the juice for you, like yeah, we the, did the full. Put those shit. in the show notes. Yeah, we did the requiem for a dream on the Cinema Nine Pod a couple months ago, and I was going. Oh to yeah. It. The other pod, great! It's so good, man. And I just <laughs> the other so much more. He's great in uh, anything, like a uh, salt, uh, you know, Salt Lake City funk. He's good in that too. He's just good in everything he's in. He really he is. plays a dad in that, doesn't he? Yeah, he uh, plays like the dad who sold out. Yeah, 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 yeah. He plays uh, what? What's his name? It's not Jared Leto. Who? What's Matthew the guy's Lillard. name? Yeah, thank you, Matthew. Lillard. Him and Lillard going. Yeah, that's a that's a. Easy comparison. Those two are both exactly the same. Yeah, it sounds like being a baby. Because he's in, Gre- he's in Greece too. To go to Harvard. He's in Greece <laughs> too. Oh no shit. He's in Greece. He's in breaking. He's in Greece too. He's in breaking. <laughs> uh, shit, that's awesome. He is in. He's like. He's in. So he is in gr- grumpy old fucking... men. He's in grump grumpy oh, old men. Means. He star. He stars as Mike in grumpy old men. Yeah, he plays. Is he, is he ever a fucking cool guy that's like normal that like you want to hang out with? Or oh, you know like a, a movie he's in. He's an anal prick that like just wants to fucking ruin your relationship with your wife. 
You know what movie he's in that's really good? Quiz Show. I was just going to say that. That movie, that movie. I was rules. just gonna say that's a movie. Fucking T Turo man. Oh my god. Yeah, what quiz movie show. Quiz show. Yeah, 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 yeah. He Very plays fine. the guy. He's the game show host, so he's not really being a real person in that movie. But he does a great job as a game show host. So, man, he <laughs> don't should, forget he replace uh, Trebek. Yeah, oh, there you man. go. There's an online petition we should start. Fuck LeVar Burton. Let's get Chris. <laughs> don't forget yeah. his don't forget his seminal role in 1997's Flubber. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit. He was a dirty work. I love that movie. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah. God, of course yeah. he is. That dude has been all over the fucking map, hasn't he? <laughs> he has been. He's amazing. And he's still oh, making sh- movies. Mm. So who is so <laughs> like going going back in the day? Uh, yeah. So Goga, you didn't you didn't mention any movies or anything that you were watching back in the day, or you know, favorite shit that you were into. I remember my mom used to come back on a Friday night from work with a stack of VHS tapes. Yeah, stack <laughs> would be like five to ten. T- Sometimes it would be like ten. Uh, looking back now, I'm like, well, maybe she was just trying to control us for the whole weekend. <laughs> that's probably, probably like, you know, that's fairly normal. I can totally. <laughs> I can get on board with that. I get it. I get it. Yeah. We were fucking insane, but but it costs money man. though. I think repeat watches would be wasted because you're spending. Yeah. Money. You could have bought the goddamn movie, but here's the thing: when the when the movie came out, uh, back when back when Desperado came out, I tried to buy it. I went to our local Hollywood Video, tried Definitely to buy it. That. Definitely beat off to that many times. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the Quentin Tarantino scene. Yeah, to the yeah, Dawn. Yeah, he's in the Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, only only to all the gunshots, just beating off to the gunshots, and I um. I, I went in. I went into the, the local Hollywood video, and our friend worked there. And he was like, "Dude, it's uh, it's like one hundred and eighty dollars for that tape." I could not wrap my mind around anything like that at the time. It was like tapes are ten dollars a piece tops, but when they before they're ready for, uh, you know, the they go through that like transition period between being a rental and like they can sell them off. They're like $180 a, a cartridge. So wait, wait. That explain me, why that fucking blew me away. Because uh because there's a business involved and they have to uh make they have to make money on the rentals. So you can't release a you can't release a VHS. All right, so let's just go back in time. It's, you can't it's, release it's basically buying the rights to the video. Exactly. Yeah. So you're 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 spending $180 on a on one one single uh, VHS tape and you plan on renting it out X number of times. Mm-hmm. So you won't spend $500 on a VHS tape if you don't think you can rent it out enough to make money on that tape. It it's it was it's kind of interesting and probably be like a really interesting business to be in back in the day, but um, that was that was one of those movies that fucking blew me away. And like the the idea that is 
it was that expensive uh, meant that I had to rent it. So I must have rented that fucking movie, must have rented that movie 15 or 20 fucking times at, you know, back in the day prices, VHS, $2.99. You know, do the math. I probably spent $50, $60 just to watch Desperado and, and then bought it. <laughs> And then bought it on VHS after it went through its rental period for like five bucks. But I couldn't, couldn't wait. I had to. Uh, it was that, and then it was like a million other. It was just tons and tons and tons of very violent <laughs> kung fu movies and very violent like sci-fi shit. Oh my god, my mom Here's was a fucking best. My mom's a best. She fucking hooked it up. Starship Troopers. Oh, jeez, mm. yeah. Badass Just movie. watched it. Oh. Watched it about movie. two or three weeks ago, yeah. Uh, hold up good? Fuck yeah, it holds up. But the <laughs> beauty of it now is that you understand it. Back when you were younger and you watched it, you might have thought that you were watching something that was done in earnest. But watching it now, it's done in earnest, but it's a satire. So... It's so much more. It, it, it had, there are so many more layers there that you would have never really uh, thought about back in the day. And, and one thing that there are a couple there are a couple of things that uh, Verhoeven talks about which are really interesting. Uh, actually, a lot. There's a fucking awesome uh, set of. Uh, there's a great film critique on YouTube by the Chapo guys. They do a very very good job of it. But something that Verhoeven talked about a lot was that the iconography in it, they he had to he had to constantly censor the iconography, but he basically pushed for what it looks like, which is America as uh, part of like maybe the Fourth Reich or something. And the other part of it is that you see all these you see all these kids, you know, they're they're these attractive teenagers or whatever. And they, they, none of them are really kind of amorously involved with each other, but they're basically all kind of, because they're all essentially, uh, you know, bodies of the body politic. They don't actually have their own, their own interests, their own desires, their own, uh, their own plans, projects, you know, forms of life. They basically don't do anything until they're told to do something by their commanders. It's a, incredibly fucking interesting movie it looks like it's a bad movie but it is absolutely intended to be that way and i think it's it's like more and more brilliant just because of the fact that you know verhoven was willing and able to make a bad movie in order to make a good point but it was a good movie Back Keep that Christopher McDonald mugshot from Drunk Driving in 2017. By the way, that in the chat. Yeah, that's probably my least favorite Verhoeven uh, movie, though. It's funny to say that, Scott. Not my you know what about Wait, 40 it's, years? It's I can see. Than... <laughs> Scott, you got a little bit of a Christopher McDonald. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just just lank, just lank neck, neck flesh. And yeah. <laughs> Pretty old. I mean, also look at the picture of the car crashed into 
like a rock or something. <laughs> oh, got turned down. He is sixty-five years old, so yeah. That's life. Yeah, that's that's some life goal shit. That's fine. And he's also drunk, so that's actually not a bad for a mugshot. <laughs> not bad. I mean, when you think about some of the legendary mugshots of all time, James Brown, Gary Busey, uh, Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte, the the ultimate one, really. So, oh yeah. Oh, here's, here, here's McDonald's 2013 drunk dry rest. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, you're right. He really degraded over four years. Look at that. <laughs> also, I love the lighting. Also, hello, that the 2013 one. If you scroll down, there's pictures of him at the bar with a bunch of people who want to take pictures with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Him, he's him been with, li- which I him with all the babes. <laughs> I, I he's been totally living off the Shooter like... McGavin. Shooter McGavin's like a whole generation of people. He probably gets that everywhere <laughs> at the bar. He has figured it out. He did it right. No, but he, he looks like he's really an alcoholic now. Because if you look at the 2013 picture and the 2017 mugshot, he's really degraded in four years. It's a massive degradation of his skin. He's mm. very ill yeah. i feel bad for him now it's bad it's a it's it's a worse photographer at the dmv that's all oh, it is man. or at the that's police precinct just it's, it's just right, it's well, one it's one person having like a nice sony uh digital camera and the other person having like an old flip phone that's that's what it looks like to me i, I think he looks the same all right well that's without without cheating without cheating what do you think christopher mcdonald's net worth is <laughs> oh, okay, I love this game. Uh, let me think. I feel like it's a negative number. He probably owes some alimony and you know. shut up. It can't be negative. Wait, wait, There's is no it way it's negative? Scott, is this updated? Like, do we have like a year? <laughs> uh, I mean, I got you know, let, me, let, me, let me just make sure celebrity net worth. Yeah, uh, as of the, the most reliable source for this kind of information, no it doubt. Probably, yeah, I mean, as far as anybody's uh, as as of, to do it. <laughs> Yeah, as of an undetermined date, Celebrity Net okay. Worth says Christopher McDonald is worth. I'm gonna say two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> that is ridiculous. He's got thirty-eight k in the bank. My initial instinct was hold on, three point two million. Do we hold on? Do you actually well, and uh, Scott, do you actually have a number? I got it up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, hold on, hold on. All right, okay. Mike, what did you say? 3.2? Yeah. I looked up Jesse Ventura on this last week, so I'm basing it off what I saw for Ventura. That's the only comparison I have for Jesse Ventura's current network. That's actually super depressing for Jesse Ventura. Also, I just want to point out The Running Man is a fucking awesome movie, too. But Hell yes, it is. is. Uh, Absolutely. And, and I guarantee you, he wasn't smart enough to understand uh, licensing rights because that movie has been on a billion times. He should be yeah. uh, he should be like fifty million dollars, st- like easy. All right, give us so, give, give us, us the number. Uh, wait, are we going to do like a Price Is Right thing? We already should did. I? Yeah, just, just yeah, guess. Yeah. Just guess. All right, so yeah. do I go is it closest no. without going over? No, no, no. Just guess what you actually I'm gonna think do 3. he's worth. $3.2 million and $1. No, I'm kidding. I think he's, uh, I think he's about, I think he's in the $7 million range. Um, Mike would be most correct. Jesus Christ. Looking, really looking like four. Four wow. bastards. So he, so, all right, guys, real quick then, just to follow it up that game, uh, who has more money, Ventura or McDonald? Because I know the Ooh. answer. I'm going to say Ventura. Ventura for sure. I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say, just to be contrary, I'll say McDonald. Contrarian choice. <laughs> well, uh, it is Ventura, but it's not by much. Ventura is $6 million, so very oh, That's twice as uh, – that's uh, one-third as much. It's 33%. We said $4 million, didn't we? Didn't Christopher McDonald $4 million? Was that what – was that the number? Yeah, yeah. It was four. three point. It was three point. Yeah, uh, six and four. Seven. Very yeah. tight. Very tight. Yeah. Uh, who's who's the best character actor that you guys all know? time? Yeah, favorite character actor. Uh, because the, the only reason. What does I that mean? Like big like, time or just I, like small? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I never really I'm understood that McDonald because nobody knows his fucking name. It doesn't mean you can't know. He's definitely his name. a character actor. He's definitely a character actor. But uh, Matt's going to bring guys. up a good point here. Oh, I said, aren't, aren't all actors character actors? Aren't they all playing characters? Uh, like, you know, I never like this term. You, uh, I, I know what you mean, but I know I know it's, what you mean. A, it's, a, it's, it's a heuristic a for understanding. It's a working actor who plays Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It is a and way it, of it isn't, isn't floating that. by on star power. Like, all right, uh, here's my guy. I don't know his name. Correct. He's in, he's in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. He's in Barry. Ooh, I actually like this game even better. What's this guy's name? Uh, like he's not in knowing Barry. who it is. He's in the show Barry. Have you guys seen that show? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's the he's oh, the mentor. Uh, yeah. To Barry or the, the boss. It's, it's Henry Winkler. Even no, no, no. Stephen Root. Oh, Stephen Root. That's Thank a you. that's a good one. That's a good character. Well, Root. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Yeah, he was, he was uh, Milton office in Office Space. Space. Yeah, yep. and he was Bill Dotrieff in uh, in uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, he's been around so long. He was on fucking news radio. I mean, come on, he's been everywhere. Uh, well, I'm gonna go. But I will I'm say this: over the top. Oh, go if it, if I'm gonna go over the top of that, if if it counts, Philip Seymour Hoffman. No, that's a full on. He won an Academy Award for Best Actor. I think that disqualifies yeah. him for character. Actor. Okay. It, okay. it 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 only just it only disqualifies him though based on the fact that he was so goddamn good at it that he became an actual fucking marquee name in and of himself. Yeah, I yeah, agree. He, he actually controlled that shit. Wait, what did he win the Academy Award for? Capote. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My, but he, a guy but that he was, was always probably one of the like he was top ten forever. He was oh a great God. character. I mean, when he played Scotty in Boogie Nights, and he was, it, it was top ten, and... no matter what. Yeah, oh no yeah. And then he just fucking category. How about Brant in The Big Lebowski? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly the same thing. These little characters. He was. You're right. So Scott is right. He was a character actor, but I feel like he projected as Luke says. He just before. no. He just he like, he fucking grew. P.T. Anderson like really oh, like, blew him up, and it's an amazing thing that like him and. The P.T. Anderson and Philip Seymour Hoffman were just together on these like early independent ventures. That's yeah, that's incredible. They did Hard Eight together. They did uh, they did um, all the sequential Hard Yeah, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's incredible. Well, let me tell you this: the to when I when I hear the phrase or the term character actor, I immediately think of a guy who's long since passed, but he was a great actor. He was probably a character actor. I want to get everyone's thoughts. And that's J.T. Walsh, who died in like 98. Oh, yes. Love J.T. Walsh. He was in Pleasantville. He was in uh, mm-hmm. A Few Good Men. You know, face the... I got really to gotta... Yeah, you'll know it as soon as his face comes up. I'm sure you'll yeah, be like, oh, you see it. Yeah, second you see his face. He died uh, really young. He was only like 43 or something. His last movie, oh, unfortunately, yeah. was Are a fucking... Yes. Yeah, he died in 98. 
died? He was only 43, oh. and I believe his last movie was The Fucking Negotiator with uh, Sam Jackson and Kevin okay. Spacey. Mm, I haven't seen that in a while, but I remember liking it. Uh, yeah, I remember liking it. I'd like to, review. yeah. That would be a good one review because it's got some heavy hitters in it. Um, but yeah, he was great. I bet you that's very similar to uh, like falling down or something. Probably like psychotically reactionary, but also. I was falling a down a couple weeks ago. It was pretty good. It's even better. Does man. it hold up? I think it does. And it's funny that <laughs> it's so sad what happened to Joel Schumacher because he got forever labeled with the piece of shit Batman and Robin and Batman Forever stuff. But he did that movie. He did a great job with that stuff. You know? Yeah, but he, like, could have been, he could have been labeled as being a piece of shit with all of the other shit that he did, too. Okay, just that's don't fair. forget that he's a fucking... Well, he was maybe basically, the anomaly, fine, but... Oh, he's basically way, garbage. He was he full of garbage, but also uh, did at the same time lost uh, manip- manipulate his uh, manipulate his actors into having sex with him. Oh, see, I didn't. It's a real thing. Yeah, he's a rapist. Okay, well, Wait, oh, by the way, Matt, uh, did you recognize that face, Matt, when you looked him up? I did. Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah. Uh, who's the other <laughs> guy, guy who did uh, apt apt pupil? Was another oh, guy. Apple. Yeah, Apple. Apple. people. Yeah. What's that, that guy's name? Taylor? No, that, that that director. He was a total creep, like Schumacher. Who? Uh, oh. Um. Yeah. What the uh, fuck is that guy's name? That fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Helen and Brad Renfro, who's dead now. Rest in peace, Brad Renfro. Uh, Brian yeah. Singer. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course, Brian Singer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know he did that. Oh, that's right. And and I think mm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna imply, but. Uh oh. No nope, not gonna say anything. Okay. Wow. A retraction. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but you hear a lot of stuff these days. Like you do uh, hear you a know, lot of stuff these days. Back back in the day, back in the day, I, I heard from a, a person that knew another person that knew like a, several other people that that had talked about working in, uh, you know, working in a, a post house and. Uh, ben Stiller was was one of the the people that were, you know, when he was cutting his movie, fucking Walter Mitty, whatever it was. Uh, he was fucking. He threw a fucking salad at a fucking, you know, associate. Sure right, really, right in his back. Can you imagine and, having the power that Ben Stiller and, had? And yeah, but but can you imagine having the power and then fucking using it? It's just so weird to me Here's to have. To quote unquote have power and then to just fucking use it like that. Because we don't know what that's like. Fuck no. that. So nobody on this podcast knows what that's like. And I'm not excusing the behavior. I'm just saying we that power, the Joe Biden level, the Ben Stiller world, these people are so <laughs> I like that you just like connected yeah, to the, okay. uh, the, the beginning to, to the are beyond the pale, man. They've gone I mean, on to like I don't know what the legal legal ramifications are. Saying anything, I, yeah, I we're, have, we're all gonna die now. Ben, I have no, no, I just, I have no idea. Like, is that a problem? But you know, true or false? Uh, ben Stiller, he, and he did actually do together. it. What's that? True or false? Ben Stiller and Christopher McDonald have been in a film together. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah of, of course. course. Happy, yeah. That yeah. obvious. Yeah, it was very <laughs> obvious. Yeah, Give me a goddamn break. You're my world now, Grandma. That's right. That was, that was uh, cool. hold on. Those Classic uncredited. We're still talking oh, some great. great character actors, though. Um, well, I, I got to point out a Ben Stiller character that is the best character he's ever played, which is Tony <laughs> Perkins in Heavyweights. 
<laughs> so you've seen heavyweights? Yeah. yeah. I, I literally have never seen that. I've been told. I've never I, seen that. I have been told 50 times to watch okay. that movie, and I have not watched it. Yeah, you I guys ever do that thing where you're at home, and you're, like, just scrolling through the menu for, like, three hours? You could watch three movies. Yeah, it's usually how I go to bed. Instead of yeah. watching a movie, I scroll through movies. And then that's I uh, John Dude, that's how it works. That's how so, it works. So Marianne and I were, I don't know, last year we were doing this. And, we, and, and I finally convinced her, I was like, we got to watch Heavyweights. This movie rules. <laughs> so, and she loved it. She loved this movie. I was like kind of, you know, it, it was my ultimate victory because it was like, see, you finally succumbed to my suggestion. Yeah. It worked out. And, and oh, the Ben yeah. Stiller thing. Is he's so funny in this movie? Oh my god! It's directed by the guy who has made an entire career of making piece of shit movies, and this was his first one. Uh, Stephen Brill is heavyweights. Is his first. <laughs> yeah. Let's do the quick Stephen Brill rundown that he's directed: uh, heavyweights, uh, Little Nicky, uh, Mr. Deeds, Without a Paddle, Drillbit Taylor, Ouch. The Do Over. Sandy uh, Wexler, which is a god awful Netflix Adam Sandler film, and the most recently Hubie Halloween, directed by Stephen Brill. Oh my God! Okay, so that movie all started heavyweight. Absolute. That movie is an absolute fucking dumpster fire, make you want to vomit type fucking movie. I watched it thinking like, all right, it's got the elements, it's just it's got the basic elements, but it's like the water boy does Halloween. Kind of, yeah. It, it's actually, it's absolutely 100% what it was. Cause I, I texted somebody and I go, don't watch that. It's, it's like, if you want more water boy, go ahead. But like, that's fucking terrible. I would never want to see that shit. And that's all it is. And I couldn't even finish the fucking movie because it is so utterly disgusting. And man, it could be fun. It could be fun. There are some fun moments, but none of them involve Adam Sandler. That that's kind of like his fucking shtick now. That's his thing. He's an employment every agency movie, for his friends, movie. basically. Oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's Happy bad. Madison. Yeah. The thing is, though, it's so bad. It, it makes no fucking sense because he's done movies that are actually fun and good and and enjoyable, like enjoyable, but it doesn't. Right. What? If you don't like Uncut Gems or not, he just did a recent effort where he shows he can hang still. So he What's just that? loves oh, Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems rule. We're showing that. Oh, oh shit! So I still it, haven't man. watched it. Still haven't watched it. Uh, all right, fine, fine, fine. No spoilers. I won't. I won't. Yeah, I won't weigh it. I won't weigh in. Other than terribly. Other than his. Him. Other than to say the Safety brothers are overrated as shit. Yeah, I agree with Scott on that and we'll leave it there. What else did they direct? I don't even know. They did Good Time? Good Time was was their best movie. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, And then they've done a bunch of indie movies. I mean, they've been around for a while, but their movies are absolute trash. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're terrible. I, I literally... Don't understand why the Safdie brothers, uh, why it's it's a thing. I I just don't, I just don't get it. Um, what about Uncut Gems? Did you you didn't like it? It was okay. a five out of ten. Yeah, there you go. That's all you get, Luke. Five out of ten from him. Don't let it spoil oh, your opinion fine. of the film. No, By the way, 
Uh, no, I the watched. The thing I, though is because yeah. he adopted them. Sandler loved Good Time or whatever, so he adopted them to do this movie. Like they wrote it for him, so he adopted them too to bring them even more into the mainstream. Yeah, Matt, have you that. have you seen those old ones? Daddy Long Legs, Lenny Cook, Heaven, uh, yeah, yeah, The Pleasure of Being Robbed, all those. Are those they're, they're, brother movies? They're unwatchable. The, the I, audio. I've not seen them. It's like it's unwatchable bullshit. The audio. Just try to get through eighty minutes of the audio. Is it, is it like this podcast quality audio or what? <laughs> it's it's just legitimately so much worse. It's funny. It's, Come on. that was funny. No, it's, no, no. The, the thing is, it, uh, uh, Scott's right though. It's it's not it's not so much like just the, the quality because you would never want to like just it, like hit somebody below the belt based on the quality of like their like production abilities and like the money they got. Just they, they're not. They're just not good movies. It's been a long time since I've seen these movies. I, I gotta go back and watch them if I'm gonna start talking. Yeah, cue them up on no, Criterion. I'm not talking, I, 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 talking shit. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Mike, Mike, Mike basically uses this podcast to like bait me into talking shit. <laughs> so, I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it uh, until like. I take great offense to that. I don't give a fuck what you yeah, think. You shouldn't, offense. You shouldn't take offense to that. It's, That's supposed to be a part of our uh, dynamic. It's funny. It's like, okay, so we, we've abandoned we've abandoned situations where math doesn't matter. I'm actually yeah. going to pick up this. The Safdie brothers, actually, it's another phenomenon where you follow someone, an artist, a, you know, a musician, a filmmaker, or whoever, you follow someone who you actually don't like. The Safdie brothers are that for me in filmmaking. Ooh. I'll continue following them, even mm-hmm. though I don't like their shit. Like, That's I'll cool. continue when the new Safdie brothers movie comes out. I'll see it in theaters, even though I hate, <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> So oh, regardless, wait, wait, wait. regardless of the COVID numbers, you're just going to go see it. Matt doesn't matter. <laughs> I may have missed whether or not you... Exactly. Did you like Uncut Gems? I may have missed your comment on that. Five, five point... Five out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. I love yeah. Sandler, I, I and I love Kevin Garnett in that I know. movie. I need to watch this fucking movie because uh, at some point, I will no longer be able to say, like, no spoilers... At some point, everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck you. Watch this. You should have watched this movie years ago. So I need to see that just to, like, get this over with. Yeah, don't do any. Don't even don't drink coffee. Watch it, like, completely sober because I might watch it completely asleep. It's it's a drug. I mean, the movie for to its credit, it is like anxiety inducing it, yeah, it's, it's on just, 11 the whole time it's it's on yeah it's on 41 the entire from a <laughs> to z so you know like, i mean i appreciate still, it for that by the way i've been trying to look up uh, steve brill's net worth and i've not been able to find it i can't find it anyway guys <laughs> who's trying to look up steve brill's net worth i like this i like this question about math not mattering and also like who who is the perpetually disappointing artist or filmmaker whose career you somehow are sucked into (laughs) yeah like i still want to make sure i gotta write this down i want to see how i'm sucking so many filmmakers careers holy shit i mean i wrote that 
that's interesting. Maybe I can see people. I can see, and also on the flip side, like uh, artists or filmmakers at, at all that you love, that you can understand people hating, like um, oh Bob uh, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, like or, or uh, like keeping it in the film, like uh, Malik. I love Malik, but I can see why people absolutely Dude, think it's pretentious trash. I, I remember I went and saw Tree of Life in the, I think it was at Royal Oak uh, Main Art. And I, uh, it was like, I was like, at the time, I was like, getting i was stopping smoking weed because i was getting too anxiety too too much paranoia and anxiety uh mm. after you know a long decade of lots of smoking <laughs> weed abuse <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway i i went to that movie and it was one of the last times i kind of like got high before going to see a movie before taking a long <laughs> break but i did love it but i remember going up to the to the register and there was a sign that was like if you leave after five minutes of this movie starting, we will not refund your money. <laughs> and I was like, it kind of made me think, oh, I'm going to like this movie because yeah. everybody's going to hate it. Yeah. And it was, <laughs> Tree of Life was a fucking weird movie. I mean, I, Brad Pitt blew my mind. Brad Pitt blew my mind in that movie. And uh, the dinosaur shit was wild. The dinosaur uh, stuff, yeah. But sure. Terrence Malick, I'm totally with you on that. I love everything he's done. I loved the new world, which I thought was the most mismarketed movie. It was like, you know, marketed as some romance movies, uh, mm -hmm. you know, John Smith and Pocahontas, but it was just a badass fucking movie. Loved it. Have you ever seen uh, what about proof of life? Have you ever seen that? Oh no. Is, proof is of life. <laughs> with no, no, with, uh, with Russell Crowe and Meg Ryan. That's right. Wow, very good, Scott. Yeah, I love. I actually, actually love that movie. That's I kind of like to do that movie. I wish, like, I wish Terrence Malick directed pleasure. that movie. That's yeah, a, I would love to see Terrence Malick's take on it. Yeah, that's a guilty <laughs> pleasure. My actually, so so yeah, actors that Russell Crowe is an actor. I I'm bona fide douchebag. Easy to, I think so. Yeah, it's easy to argue that he's just like. Not great, but I, I I don't know. I love I love Russell Crowe, oh, or maybe yeah, that's or maybe that's just the people I'm hanging out with are like, yeah, he <laughs> fucking oh, it sucks. Along those lines, Australian American actors who I love, Mel Gibson, and he's like totally canceled and terrible. But I love Mel Gibson. I love <laughs> oh, shit. Watch I watched any a, Mel Gibson movie. I watched a movie with Mel Gibson last night that I'd never seen. It was 2010. It was like when after he came, it was his comeback, beginning of his comeback after the Daddy's Home. Uh, uh, two? The, no, not that. That was maybe. A, but after he had the, you know, the epic meltdown talking about Jews and stuff when he was drunk and arrested. Remember all that stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This was 2010. It was called Edge of Darkness. And it's uh, him and Ray Winstone. And it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. It was interesting. It was very violent, of course. Uh, so I need to see it. I mean. You do. You do. I, I just, I tore through all. We, we watched all the Mad Max movies. They rule. Yep. Um. We watched. Well, this is a great actor. He always oh, would be yeah. a great actor. The lethal weapons rule every single oh. one of them. Oh, I don't know about that, but I do like a couple of them. <laughs> one through nineteen are fantastic. Yeah, I saw uh, five and six. <laughs> Those might be two of my favorites. Um, 
<laughs> another an, another actor I'm ready to go to the map for, and I don't know, I don't know if everyone's like, duh, like everyone loves this actor, or if I'm just on an island. Sean Penn. Speaking of yeah. Tree of Life, Sean Penn is a little bit underrated in my opinion. I did not see I Am Sam. <laughs> yeah, I missed that one. What about the way? What about milk? Yeah, I didn't see great. that either. What? You never saw milk? No. I'm shocked a political guy like you never saw milk. That's yeah, about, I don't know. What about Carlito's what. Way? Love Carlito's Way. His Dead hair Man Dead Man Walking. I like Dead you, Man Walking because I, I also have a huge crush. I think Susan Sarandon is like the hottest woman ever. I just Ow. love Susan Sarandon. <laughs> even even present day Susan Sarandon, 79-year-old or whatever old she Beautiful. is. Beautiful. She's yeah, so gorgeous. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, Scott. I wanted to mention that David Caruso is in Proof of Life. He oh, plays like a fire. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Which is funny. It's him, David Morse, and uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah, with Meg Ryan. Interesting film, by the way. Check it out. It was around 2000, I yeah, think. Yeah, David. 2000, David. Something like that. Let me write that down. Proof uh, of yeah. Life. Interesting. I feel like Marianne would be into that. <laughs> but Sean Penn and Mr. River. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's classic. I mean, Sean Penn, know. Mr. River, 21 Grams, The Assassination Love of 21 Richard Grams. Nixon. All the love- King's Men, uh, Tropic All the King's Thunder. Men sucked, though. I really okay. wanted All the King's Men to be good, but it sucked. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, Tree of that's Life. That's a great premise there. You got Huey Fast Newton. Times, yeah. yeah, you got the story of uh, Huey P. Newton, and they fucked it up. It was kind of lame. And also, well, actually, he's a- yeah. No? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Wait, am I saying that right? Yeah, it's supposed to be about uh, Newton, right? It's not, he's not called Huey Newton, but. Sean Penn's only been in like six movies in the last decade. Yeah, he's really focused on his, uh, you know, earthquake relief and his other, you know, finding El Chapo. He's become a journalist, so he's not an actor anymore. Right. I, for one, is while we're not on the subject, uh, it's easy for me to separate art and artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's a privileged view or that whatever. A privilege. But it's a privilege for you. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm going to pop on, you know, like a Ryan Adams record or some shit. Like, oh, yeah, dude. You oh. know, I just. Yeah, he probably tortured Mandy Moore and he's a complete douchebag or whatever, but I don't know. I listen to the record. There are only a few artists. So here this this could be a tie. There are only a few artists that have like crossed the Rubicon and I can't go back. Like R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Yeah. I mean not that. What about Michael Jackson? Yeah, what about Michael Jackson? That's a good What one. about him? Yeah, I fucking Michael Jackson's overrated anyway. So who Oh, so you don't even like him. I don't really give a rat's ass about Michael Jackson. I never. Wow. I mean, did you ever give a rat's ass about R. Kelly? <laughs> yeah, I actually thought That's R. A... Kelly. I liked R. Kelly more than Michael Jackson for a long time. I've never heard that before. That's. I mean, I, the trapped in the closet thing was kind of wild, you know. Yeah. Um, Bono borders on it with his like messianic bullshit. Um. And you know, for some reason, I really hate Morrissey. I fucking hate Morrissey. Yeah, Morrissey's a scumbag. He's a low yeah. rent scumbag. And he's also he... a right wing fucking 
Bananas psycho. I, I had no uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. And this is man, weird, right? And the Smiths are this is overrated. Weird. This is weird. Okay, well, this, first off, the Smiths are not overrated, but Morrissey himself <laughs> is overrated. Yes, no. The Morrissey's Smiths overrated, were, Smiths are not. Yeah, That's exactly. Uh, John Scott, just so you know, that was uh, our wedding song. What? Was it? It was? Please, yeah, please, uh, you know, please, please, please uh, let me get what I want. We're... Were we at the wedding? I, mean, I don't remember we, that. I don't know. I was <laughs> drinking. I don't know. Yeah, Are you guys I, insane? I Wasn't invited. Matt, you married oh. us. I know, but I, I don't remember the song. I don't know. What can yeah, I say? I gave a speech at that wedding, but I don't remember the song. I'm sorry. <sighs> you know what? I, it's the best I could do is be unmemorable. Just in general. No, I, I remember. Who remembers I'll tell you what, I remember Mike's speech. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, I there you go. I remember, I remember it. I remember I saw you, you marrying there. them. I saw you there marrying them. I do remember that. <laughs> early in the ceremony. It was early. Obviously, it was the ceremony. But but Luke, the point is, who really remembers other people's like first dance songs? Do you nobody guys? does. Yeah, nobody really does, right? No, I, th- I think like uh, somebody did like Cherry Poppin' Daddies or something. And I was like, what the oh, fuck oh. is going on? Zoot Suit Riot? Right, yeah, it was yeah, I love that song. Uh, it was like a swing dancing thing. I was more of a squirrel nut zippers guy, though, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a big rude Jake fan myself. There was actually one wedding song that stood out, a first dance song that I actually thought was outstanding. It was uh, our friend Derek Fern. Derek, when he married Emily Fern, Luke, uh, I went out to the wedding in Colorado, so it was also memorable because it's a road trip wedding for me, so maybe that's why I remember it. But yeah. It was uh, the fire theft, you know, Jeremy Enoch, basically Sunny Day Real Estate without hmm. one of the guys. And it's a really good song. Which called song? Heaven. It's called Heaven on Fire Theft. Oh, only hell yeah. Oh a really good song. So I was like, wow, that Sunny was a Day great Real song. Estate. There's a throwback. Yeah. 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 No, uh, that's that's an amazing song for, yeah, that was especially for a wedding. Day. Holy shit. Yeah. For a first dance song, I was like, wow, nice choice. Well done. That's incredible. But, Last thing about Morrissey, too. He always fucks over people with concerts. He reschedules constantly. He never shows up. So he shows a complete disrespect for his audience. And that's yeah, and then he lectures cool. you the whole time. Yeah. 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 So that's him. it. Fuck him. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play this. I'm not gonna play this festival. I'm not playing this festival because they're serving hamburgers. It's like get your get off of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm about to go. I'm about to go to McDonald's right now. So I don't like really soon. I yeah, yeah, well, I don't know. Since the pandemic started, so. I'll, I'll agree. The Smiths are kind <laughs> are of. Are you overrated. serious? Yeah, join me. Join. Come to the dark side. I, I feel like. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like. I like Johnny Marr. I think Johnny Marr is a great guitarist. Yeah, but he was so young too when he did that stuff. He was like twenty. Yeah, and the Smiths have good songs, but there's like they're like not even like the twentieth coolest band from Manchester. Oh, is that what you're saying? Is it like the uh, <laughs> is it like the lore around him now, or like the the mystique that's been built up around the Smiths? And the, yeah. is it the people who like the Smiths really, and not just their work? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I mean, it's like I don't know. I'd rather there, there's like many many other bands from that era, that region that I'd rather listen to. Yeah. I agree. Like, uh, give give me one because the voice, Joy Division, New Order. Oh, Joy Division, yeah, New Order. Oasis yeah. is a way better band from Manchester than. <laughs> that's oh, well, that's great. great. That's, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. 
Oasis, two asshole brothers. They can't be. They can't be. They can't be better than the Smiths. There's no way that they, <laughs> that Oasis is better than the Smiths. Wait, wait, wait! You got, come on, Matt. Come, Matt, come on. You're trolling. I, I'd, I'd, You're I'd trolling. rather put on. Uh, What's the story? Morning Glory. The any day, up. and then uh, that's so stupid. No. Actually, uh, I'll, just, I'll second that. Yeah, that's a good what? album. Uh, yeah, what absolutely. What is going on here? Forget that. Forget about it. So, the re- the premise was <laughs> Luke. <laughs> that uh, crossed the Rubicon. I thought that was a good call, Scott. What are people, artists that have crossed a certain point, the Rubicon, like Scott said, that you just can't go back from? So Weezer. Said, yeah. Weezer. Yes. Yeah. What did they, did they wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Define so crossing bad. the Rubicon. Does oh, I just mean, mean like they stopped making good albums. Does it mean you hate albums? them now? Oh, no, like, I'm talking per, the personal. The personal. Oh. Yeah. The per, somebody's done something so bogus you can't enjoy their artistry anymore. It's just R. Oh, Kelly yeah, was yeah. example. Oh, wait. Does it mean you can't enjoy any of their earlier stuff? Or does it mean like at, there's just it, a it, line it mean, basically, and you don't, it, you don't enjoy anything they do from here? The, mo- the most succinct way to put it is that the personage it has like obfuscated the value of the art because when you listen to the when you listen to the person you're like you're more of a douchebag than your art is good for me for me that's true of a lot of rappers because they're so like rap is such an ego driven genre like rappers tend to rap about themselves more than anything i mean it's just first person greatness uh self-aggrandizement yeah so like Kanye is a is a great example of that. Exactly, yeah. Kanye, I can totally understand that. I I defend so, Kanye's so record, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fine. And also, the less of a fan you are, the easier it is for you. Like the Smiths, I was never really a Smiths fan, so it's easy for me to just like throw them in a dumpster. I tried to listen <laughs> to Kanye, Kanye's episode on Joe Rogan a few weeks back. It was supposed to be this huge moment. Kanye finally coming on Joe Rogan's spot. And oh, you got bought off. by marketing. You got bought by marketing. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Dude, somebody, somebody, I like Joe Rogan's podcast. I so I choose to listen to it. So it's not marketing. First off, Kanye West is an interesting guy at times. He's created some amazing art at times. Yes, times. Well, you also, didn't even let me finish my comment. I started all the other. All of the other times he needs to be in a fucking mental facility. All of the other times he needs to be in a facility. I couldn't even finish he it, man. Not I started it for 20 minutes. It was awful. It was so awful. So I turned it off at 20 minutes. It was awful. I gave him a chance. I believe in giving people chances. I do. So I gave him an opportunity to get my interest, and he failed completely. Ugh. You can't even be interesting on a on a nothing type of fucking event. Nope. He was supposed to be president. What you the fuck? Votes in uh, one state. You, you, know you know who's someone who should who I shouldn't like, but I I still love their movies. Who's totally canceled? Polanski. Roman, <laughs> Roman Polanski. Oh, Roman yeah. Polanski. See, that's a that's funny because that's a different that's kind of a different vibe. He's behind the camera. Like I I think I probably have more for better word, it's not saying that it's right, but the like the rubric by which we're grading injustices and like how 
intolerant we are to one versus the other a director is kind of shielded because it's so, so you, lo- you love lenny riefenstahl's films yeah do that to people oh you like you like lean roof stall that's no i, I watched the uh, judgment in nuremberg the other night i never seen that before did she just gone in the other direction scott was talking about something different <laughs> I know talking about how he loves directors who are genocidal maniacs. I love the ninth gate. The ninth gate's a great movie. That's a you were saying that shit. That was amusing. Sorry. Ninth gate, and uh, Johnny Depp. Ninth gate. Okay, let's 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 do a little bit. All right, let's let's do a little bit of work here. Uh, Ninth gate, fucking amazing, actually, for being. I love that movie. Yeah. For being a movie that is that is literally not a. I mean, it's it's not a it's not a big budget movie in any fucking way whatsoever. Johnny Depp's in it. Uh, Frank Langella's in it. Uh, I used to have a conversation with Frank Langella when I used to work at Random House. It was fucking cool as hell. Really? Wow, that's awesome. Oh yeah. Did you ever ask him about Skeletor? Oh, I fucking wish. Oh yeah. my god, I wish I had the balls to do that. I did not yeah, have the fucking balls to do that. It would have took a lot of balls. You oh my god, he called me up once and he was like. Uh, he was asking about a dinner party, and I, and I told him who I was, and he was like, "Oh, Luke, it's very nice to meet you." <laughs> and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding? You actually talk like this? This is insane." It was a, uh, he was an incredibly nice man. Anyways, um, he was a, he was okay, in that most well, recent one though. By the way, the trial of Chicago Seven. He played the judge. Yeah. Did anybody? Do that? Yes. Okay. We're not going there. We're not going there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking about like uh, Roman Polanski, right? Well, um, yeah. About ten things but, at once. But, 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 but is is the is the conversation about is the is the conversation that is is the 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 conversation the engendered conversation being that we can't. Separate artists from their art. Uh, I'm wondering if that is the thing that's coming up. I'm I'm not sure entirely. Well, well, who's the ones who you who you can't, you know, mm. who who who's crossed the line to the point yeah, where it's just it's not so egregious? Ah, ooh, dear God, Matt, that's that's a really dangerous spot to be. But we've been talking about it for the last twenty yeah. minutes. Who has who has been so dangerous? We can't separate them from their arts. Yes, there will be some. There will be some that will go into. Oh uh, yeah, I just said Roman Polanski. There will be others <laughs> on the right. Where you been? You did mute us. Where you Something. Where, where did you go? Well, you disappeared on us there for a little bit. That's true. So, you kind of ran me? up the stairs and then you muted. Oh yeah, up. I had to pee. I mean, I can I can separate. I had to use uh, I, I just missed I, I didn't have any other option. I, I had to drink expectations, but those images. <laughs> oh, oh man! I okay, just, just alcohol. I mean, I actually, I, I, I got more respect for alcoholics that just do the damn thing. You oh, know, yeah. if you're just an alcoholic, but you're like a prolific artist. <laughs> good on you like i'm good for you for being able like to Christopher like McDonald? create art <laughs> while being an alcoholic like christopher McDonald, yeah yeah clearly an alcoholic 
prolific. He's working a lot. So got a for like Raymond Carr. Writers, writers. I was just yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say writers are even it, it's more astounding that someone like Raymond Carver can just create art and get blasted every day. It's like, how, how do you do it? The time out of tradition seems. <laughs> well, I, okay. So, you know, I was, <clears throat> we had a, we had a party a few months back and there was a, there was a very substantial, you know, uh, real like uh, affront to the idea that you could appreciate the films of people like Woody Allen. Uh oh. Given, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or or I, or I mean, what's up? I watched Midnight in Paris last night. Just last night, I enjoyed it. As you should. Also, you know, all of but his films are basically fucking masterpieces, and you watch them all. There, he's made so many good movies, but I'll, I'll say I this: I could not fucking care less about his fucking personal, just bullshit. Well, it is weird watching Manhattan. If you've watched Manhattan, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But you know what? You can't. You cannot. All right, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. I, I, all I can say is, like, he himself is such a central character in so many of his movies. And when he himself is exhibiting the behaviors through a character that he, uh, yeah, and oh, it's, now, it's, now, an, it's an absolute like it's an automatic translation of his real life. He constructed Harry. It's got to be so autobiographical. <laughs> and, and we're kind of that movie is one of the fucking greatest movies I've ever seen in my I entire life. Deconstructing well, Harry is brilliant. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I still can watch a Woody Allen movie, even, even Manhattan. I watched it somewhat recently and I found myself watching the entire thing, but I was a little bit <laughs> uncomfortable watching it. But uh, here's another hey, example. Hey, Louis C.K. That might be the next level. Oh, yeah, like, Louis C.K. Yeah, like, Louis C.K. beat Frankly, off. I don't give a shit that he beat off. I don't either. So ridiculous. I don't either. I think it's a little different. Well, hmm. hey, what's her name? Uh, Tig? Yeah, take Natara. I think she's even maybe I'm I could double check on this, but she's even she didn't say it was a problem. Uh, she well, she retranslated it as a problem later, but she was like it didn't impact her at the time. Yeah, I mean I think I don't know. I don't well, want to defend his actions. did, but well, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fucked up. I, but, honestly, but I want to, like, I do want to hear honestly, comedy. Get a fucking life, dude. If you're going to fucking try, you're trying to masturbate in front of people, get a fucking life. It's just, no, it's people, people are weird and have weird things. But that's again, true. I, I, I'm it's not, not that I'm shaming. I'm just saying fucking so get a life. Ben Stiller Biden verse, man. These people get so powerful. They just start doing crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want, <laughs> I, I do want to hear comedy. From Louis C.K. again, you know I don't want him canceled because I think him. he's more valuable as a comic than he is as a nobody. Absolutely right. He's also Kevin more Spacey valuable as a comic than he is a fucking just destroyed, you know, human being. Kevin Spacey yeah. made a whole career of a lot of great movies and roles, and now they're all canceled. Mm. Well, the tricky thing with Kevin Spacey is he was never that great of an actor. 
So oh, I would man. like you to tell me He's, what uh, okay. what he was good in. Oh, moot point. Um, to me, that's a moot point because he's been in so many great movies. That's the difference. Yeah, like, LA, yeah. Confidential, LA Confidential is a great movie. I love oh, LA Confidential. Yes. Well, that's probably the usual been in. What's the there's one no in? Uh, probably the best movie he's ever been in. What's the David Mamet movie? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Exactly. Yeah. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. He's in that. I got to watch that. But he doesn't need to be in that. He's not that right. great. He's not. He's not, he's I, not good Alec enough. Baldwin is great. Who's also a scumbag in real life. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But, <laughs> Luke, I'm agreeing with you. You're right. Kevin Spacey's overrated, but he's been in so many, a lot of decent Kevin to love every film you know, I want to watch. Yeah. It's Kevin funny, Spacey that's kind of good enough back. in any movie where you would think that if it wasn't Kevin Spacey, we couldn't do this role. He is one of he is the most overrated fucking character actor of all time. And this has nothing to do with the fact that he's a fucking sexual predator and all that shit. Yeah. Which is all true. That's that's all true and documented. The only thing that's not true and documented is the fact that he's supposed to be a great actor. <laughs> it's he's going back to Luke's or, or Scott's. Yeah. Baby driver's awesome, but he doesn't have to be in it. You're right. Well, it's like Scott's it the math doesn't to. add up, right? Yeah, the math <laughs> yeah. Add up, he's right. I, I think right. I think arguably the movie that he needed to be in was American Beauty. Like you couldn't you couldn't take him actually actually you're fucking right because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's a dope, he's a fucking middle class bourgeois dope. And that's what makes it work. That's his best. The fact that he's a doughy fucking, you know, uh, happy face, round faced fucking yeah. idiot. That's what makes that fucking role work. It's a good point. Because if you stupid, actually had a yeah, his stupid show. smile, his dumb smile. If you had fucking Sam Elliott in that role, it would have never fucking worked. I would, yeah. I would have seen that movie. Yeah, I would have seen it. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't I have thought. Worked. Uh, you know, the men who stare at goats was not oh, the same. Spacey, you'd never be able to watch that movie again. Spacey, Spacey is a um, he's a he's a sad um, plug sad. for played Lex Luthor. Of, exactly, exactly. He's just a dough. He's just a dough ball. Oh, that K-Pac. Just goes into K-Pac. That's what, what I was thinking about. What's K-Pac? Oh, you know what? K-Pac. I, I got. I'm going to I'm going to defend one role and this is actually another kind of going with what Scott said uh the big kahuna he's perfect for the big kahuna because that is uh, him again you, you guys yeah. ever seen that one with uh, him and DeVito get in that because he is worthless I yes, think exactly. I think I think really what we're figuring out is that Kevin Spacey is perfect when he plays a perfectly fucking plain shitty middle class lump He's just a garbage fucking human being. He just oh, has a, oh, but he also Hurley Burley though. I kinda, kinda yeah, Hurley. Like, oh, so so Hurley Burley is the most oh, that's a great Sean Penn movie, Scott. That's a great movie. Yeah, Hurley Burley is the most uh dynamic fucking performance that guy'll ever have. Actually, that would be a good segment too, is like who has played against type so much that you actually respect what they're doing. Yeah. That Jazz was the Ball one time in that, in that movie. Oh. Jazz yeah, Ball there. He was in the pocket. He was in the fucking pocket. <laughs> you want to know what football is? That's the game. He headbutted it. back, but it's so funny. He I've was never laughed at some woman getting headbutted in my life, but I definitely laughed at that scene. 
Hurley Burley coming in at a robust 5.9 on IMDb. Get the fuck out of here. I don't understand. Five, nine. Satire? Come on. Christ. You don't even understand. That's what, yeah, that is when I fell in love with Chaz Palminteri, though. I mean, we don't have to go over a Bronx tale. Like He's in another movie with Kevin Spacey. In the, that, that's the other thing. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Spacey's in that, too, isn't he? He has the biggest roles with the, what's that stupid movie that Brian Singer did that nobody cares about? Who? What? What? Yeah, he fucked that movie, but Chaz was in that with Kevin Spacey too. Wait, what movie? The Usual Suspects. Oh God! What a fucking garbage piece of shit that is. Benicio, Benicio was fantastic. Yeah, 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 of course. Give me the keys. Just say Benicio for real. If you for real. (laughs) Best Benicio Uh, del Toro movie, The Fan. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so dumb. The I fuck? love the fan. With Wesley Snipes? How would you even bring this up? Yeah, Why because... Interesting? Why do you he remember plays, this? Uh, he plays the other guy on the team, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so dumb. Yeah, he's oh, on the my. Giants, San Francisco Giants. You uh, know, what one, of my, one of my favorite Benicio roles is Sicario. Mm, no, the first one. The first one. The first one. Number two is an insane fucking uh, racist anti-fucking immigration movie, which is in fucking needs to be actually be fucking blocked. Sicario came out in 2015. uh, Emily Blunt, right? But the first one is pretty good because it sticks to the fucking it sticks it sticks to the actual like uh, what do you call it? Like just the rudimentary you know elements yeah you know, it, it just it, it sticks it sticks to the plan it just sticks to the fucking plan the best Benicio role of all time will always be fear and loathing to me i, I love it it's just so funny it yeah, always he's amazing he's just he he is that guy whoever he's that amazing. guy was so oh it's yeah. uh the samoan he attorney had... what's his name uh yeah uh christ can't remember either how all I remember is him saying, "This is my attorney." That was it. That's like, yeah, that's how I understood the character. Alien, uh, Drake, Duke, Duke. Uh, I don't can't remember. Anyways, uh, I got Raul some stuff. Duke, to do. Yeah, yeah, Raul Duke, Raul Duke. Yeah, was that name? Raul Duke. <laughs> we uh, wrap up the show. I got some stuff to let's, do. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can wrap up the show. Okay. Yeah, I got. Why do we wrap up the show then? See, he's got a pee. Yow. Yeah, see, I did it in the middle of the show, and everybody was like, where the fuck did you go? <laughs> well, this is definitely a, a fun version. We were all over the map on this show. We mainly talked about film, I guess. But we tried to talk about Biden's cabinet. It didn't really take. Nah, don't really care right now. Yeah, I think this politics shit is just a little bit. I don't give a shit. Get to it. You're like, I'm done talking politics. Yeah, let's talk about movies and stuff and sports. I'd rather talk about about speculative bullshit politics. And uh, I'd rather talk about movies, but um, you have another podcast about that. So it doesn't matter. I'd rather talk about these premises. We should just talk about premises. That's what I No, 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 no. Premises? What the fuck are you talking about? No, we're. We're taking over. Line. We're taking over. No, we're gonna uh, take over the film. We're gonna take over the film podcast industry. We're gonna do this right now. Okay. We're gonna Sounds we're gonna dump we're gonna dunking on the other pod. Okay, uh, it's not a competition. You know, we can all coexist in the same universe. 
No kidding. It's all that. I mean, that, that's just what I want. All right. Well, this is the Is It Safe pod. If you've been listening, and if you somehow made it all the way here at this point, kudos uh-huh. to you. This is an hour and 34 minutes in of uh, a lot of gibberish. So thanks for listening. Is It, it Safe pod? Gibberish. What's that? It was gibberish, but it was good. I had a great time. Am I complaining? No. I had a blast. Good. I'm glad you did. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode, as always, from the Is It Safe podcast.